Back to the Talking Walls Transfer Podcast, uh, the show that looks at all the latest transfer rumours that are out there in the news. I'm delighted to say, firstly, Dave, that we are in Benidorm at the minute, as you can see. Uh, lovely, <laughs> lovely place. We've been here today. We're, of course, out here for for pre-season with a, a few games that's happening. Uh, Wednesday, uh, Alaves and Besiktas on Saturday, isn't that right? Uh, but um, most importantly, we're joined by Dave as a party. Dave, how you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. Beautiful view. Obviously, anyone listening on the audio might have a bit of lovely sea background. Well, it's not quite sea background, but traffic noise. But I mean, the view makes up for it. Yeah. So definitely watch on YouTube if you can. But yeah, looking forward to it, Matt. Obviously, today's podcast and the tour in general, bar the European games, not really been able to see Wolves in the sun. Um, and even then in the European games it was never sunny was it so I'm not burnt today man yeah I know We've only, we haven't really been out much so yeah we're looking forward to the week seeing lots of Wolves fans out and about so yeah it should be good fun yeah we uh, we saw a couple of familiar faces earlier today didn't we we were, we were sat having having a couple of beers as soon as we got here and uh, who else walked past and Nathan Judah at the Express and Star so. like, we weren't even on the strip it was like a random bar and restaurant in Bedford. yeah he had his top off it was he was swinging it around his head. <laughs> no, no he wasn't no. yeah it's good to see them I think we're going to link up uh, with, with those guys at, at some point this week um, but I'm sure there's going to be loads of you coming over more, more so probably tomorrow so make sure you drop us a message and of course we'll, we'll hopefully come and have a beer with you all because there's a lot of you that we'd like, like to meet as well because we always, yeah, get, always sure. get comments and stuff and we know it would be nice to put a, uh, a, a, a face to the name. Correct, That's, yeah. that's correct, isn't it? Face yeah, to the name. Yeah. Um, but Thank without further ado, Dave, let's talk about um, the first room, which isn't a rumour anymore. Uh, Fabio Silva's loan deal to Anderlecht it was confirmed today uh, by the club. He's, he signed a, a contract extension of one year with a, an optional year in the club's favour. Pretty smart business, isn't it, from Wolves, I feel? Yeah, obviously we haven't <clears throat> really spoken about this one much. Um, only really when it first came out, um, a couple, uh, probably just is it just over a week ago now. Yeah. Um, so or coming up to two weeks, it was a bit of a surprise at first. I was really disappointed when the when the news first came out, but when it sort of uh, sunk in a little bit more, I think it is like you said, good business for the club. They've extended his contract, like you said, got that uh, option of an additional year as well, um, and it's a good opportunity for him now in a. I'm not going to say a top European league, but in a team that are going to be fighting towards the top end of their table, he's going to get chances, he's going to get opportunities to score goals. Um, that was going to be my next question. Do you think it's a, a, a big enough step for him to, you know, where, where, where's, where does this leave Fabio Silva? Say he goes to Anderlecht and scores 20 league goals. Is, is his stock any higher because it's the Belgian league? I know they could be involved in the European Conference so. League. but I, No, no, I think, I think it's definitely higher, yeah. I think if he can get... If they qualify for the Conference League and, and he gets opportunities in there, that would be fa- great to see. But no, I think so. Some people might disagree. I would say Anderlecht, that level is probably on par with top half, top 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 end of the Championship mm. maybe. Um, I think he's out, outside of the UK, so it takes him out of the limelight completely, which is I think is a really crucial thing. Because I think if he were to go to a lower Premier League side or, or a Championship, championship. side, uh, yeah, championship side yeah. there would be so much attention on him. Which I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Uh, but a little bit less pressure off on him from the Wolves and the Wolves fans. Um, 
So I know people know our thoughts on him, um, and I think from well, what we got the t-shirt on, mate. Oh, got the Fabio, the Fabio Silva t-shirt, <laughs> gone but not forgotten. Hurry back, Fab. Yeah. It's probably the only other time I'll ever wear, be able to wear it. <laughs> we dropped those t-shirts, and then an hour later, so he's on his way to handle it. To a lot, this literally couldn't it's be timed any worse. Um, so yeah, limelight's off him. Good chance for him to knuckle down and score some goals in hopefully a league where he should be able to do it. What does this mean for Wolves now, though, Dave? Uh, Surely an, another striker is, is is imminent. I know speaking to um, uh, the Express and Star today, they they, they said don't, they're, not, they're not expecting any imminent signings. But to let Silver go, and you know, God forbid, Jimenez has a has, has a bad injury in in the next few games. What does that mean? Wanky Chan up top, like they've got to, they've got to be um, convinced that they they've got someone in lined up, or, or Jorge Mendes has got someone lined up for for a replacement for Fabio. Yeah, I'm surprised that they've sanctioned it without that, without that in, in figure. But you know the Nathan Collins deal. I know they've been interesting to start of uh, the summer, which we'll talk about. But that you know turned around really quick. So mm. there's no there's no denying that Wolves might turn around a deal pretty quickly. I'm, I don't think it'll be this week whilst they're out in Spain, if I'm honest. Um, but I think this is a missed opportunity. You know, with Catrone staying away, obviously Bonatini. I'm not saying they they were good enough, but you know just to have Jimenez. Um, in the squad right now, uh, in, in Alicante is the only out-and-out striker you would expect if they're going to bring someone in, you'd want this to be a good opportunity. If if they're bringing someone in, it's got to be before next weekend, though. As yeah. in the sporting the games. At the minute for him, I know last season he was top goal scorer, but I don't think that really says much. He had a, he had a poor season by his standards. For him now, well, pressure's off. The, the only bloke who was breathing down his neck to maybe getting ahead of him for, for minutes has, has gone gone to Belgium. Doesn't look like they're going to be bringing another striker in yet. I'm not saying he, he will take his foot off the gas, but you know, competition's helping. You need that, and at the minute, it just isn't that competition. No, and it's not like you know. There's a lot of teams that yeah, they might have a striker and then someone else that can do a job, but they might have do good strikers in the under 23s. Wolves don't have that either. No, we've not had a proper not out and out good number nine in the 23s for a couple of years either. So yeah, it's definitely it's definitely an area Wolves need to strengthen. Um, and obviously, we'll talk about a couple of targets shortly. But yeah, surprised that he's gone. Uh, Fabio, but at the same time, good opportunity for him. It is, it is, and uh, it's it obviously quite fitting that a lot of the links that have, have emerged the past week. So, and to be honest, there hasn't been that many. We were going to try and do something yesterday, weren't we? But uh, a podcast, and it's like there's, you know, we'd what probably one more rumor away from, from doing it. Um, so that there have been links for other strikers. This one last week, Dave, um, according to Tuta Mercato in Italy, Wolves are reportedly among the clubs interested in former Manchester City striker Edin Dzeko. He's 36 years of age now. He scored 13 league goals in Serie A last season for Inter. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, in terms of profiles, we say this about all the strikers we link with, and we'll say it about the, the the last one we speak about. He certainly fits the mould in terms of what Bruno Large is looking for. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not against it. Uh, I think did we say it on last week's transfer podcast about Italy and sources? I think Italian. Papers and stuff are just yeah they're, they're very you know very very hit and miss a lot more miss and hit um, but yeah I, I think despite his age his goal output is still phenomenal I would I would definitely uh, be interested in taking him I think his wage is still gonna he's probably gonna still demand a, a pretty decent wage um, but yeah I'm not against it but again it's not a long term solution maybe well like you said get someone in like Jeco for a year. Fabio does okay in Belgium, uh, Belgium, and then Jeco leaves, and Fabio comes back. 
he, he scored goals everywhere he's been, and when he was at Manchester City, I, I, I loved him. I thought I thought he was excellent. Even before that, in Wolfsburg Germany, was, yeah, Wolfsburg's yeah. An, an, an excellent footballer. But at 36 years of age, mate, do you feel that you know he may be looking for, for for one last payday? Of course, we don't know what his temperament's like or his his ambition and his drive, but it's all it's always the concern, isn't it? And, and especially when, and all due respect to Wolfsburg, it is a step down from from playing for Inter to go to Wolves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It is I think um, she's always probably a load of bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think it is. But a, stri- a striker of that sort of profile, like you've said, is definitely someone that I think will be will be looking at. But I'm not against having that sort of experience. It's someone that has played in the Premier League before, has performed in the Premier League before, albeit for not for a number of years, but scoring goals at European level. Um, so I would be against someone of that that caliber and in that category, really. In terms of his profile, though, it's uh, it, it's what we've led to believe is what Large is looking for. Someone who's a, a physical presence, almost like a archetypal number nine, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that if if it is somebody of that mould that comes in, I think that bodes well for Wolves in the fact that you're not going to be relying on your number nine to start every single attack. It's going to be more emphasis on your wide areas and your central like midfielders to get more involved which obviously pushes us more towards the back four that we've, has been rumoured and, and spoken about so much over the last few weeks. So I think with Dzeko, um, if you can get it into him, into him in and around the area, you know, probably eight or nine times out of ten, he's at least going to hit the target. Um, but our issue has been actually getting it into those sort of areas, hasn't it? We've said that over the last couple yeah. of years. So, um, but yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see. But I, I think we've been linked with him before. A number of Premier League teams have been linked with him. Um, so I would take that one with a pinch of salt at the minute. Yeah, and I mean the, the teams that were touch me foot <laughs> under the table, um, uh, Leicester and Everton, some of the other clubs who were linked with him. Which again, it's it's an easy link to make. Isn't I it? think I all mean, three teams, yeah, yeah, we're a similar calibre, we've got similar budgets and aspirations. Sort of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even though Everton only stayed up by the skin of the teeth, they'll hopefully, for, well, for Everton's fans' sake, be be a lot stronger next season. Um, another striker, Dave, that. As literally the news was broken about um, about five minutes before we, we decided to record this podcast, and I know a lot of people are going to moan at the source. Um, Wolves have been linked with uh, Christian Benteke at, at Crystal Palace, and and that's according to the Sun. Um, I understand the sensitivity around reporting on the Sun, but they were they were the first to report on the, the Nathan Collins deal, so I thought it'd be would be worth bringing it up. Yeah, no, yeah, I get people, the Sun, again, is hit and miss in regards to, uh, you know, news a lot, but they have broken more stories before yeah. over a number of years, so it would be daft for us not to post and even just dis- discuss it, to be honest, but yeah, Christian Benteke from Palace, a little, he's turned into being a little bit of a meme, hasn't he, let's, let's say, yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not hit the ground running since he's moved to uh, Palace, um, did really well at Villa all those years ago. Liverpool was never really given a huge opportunity, although he scored a couple of great goals at Liverpool. Yeah. Um, look, for a first choice, I think he'd be someone that would come in and be happy to be a backup. Um, but I think Wolves fans will probably want a bit more someone that he's going to, like you say, challenge Raul a little bit more. Offers similar sort of things to Jekyll, you would argue, a little bit more of an aerial presence, someone that can hold up the ball a little bit more. Um, it sounds like I'm making it sound like I want him back to be fair so but, he's agent or something yeah, yeah. no but I think it's it's easy to get excited when you haven't had any solid links for, for a while <laughs> isn't it but yeah I, I, we'd be a little bit 
you'd have to wait until you know he, he starts. You know, he plays his first game for Wolves. But I think we'd be a little bit of a laughing stock if this one went through. Uh, well, but when when this broke, like I said, about ten minutes ago, I turned to you and I was like, "What is going on?" You were like. I don't think it's that bad. Mate, I'm like, just excited, on, mate. mate. Yeah, for signing. <laughs> just excited for rumours, mate. Yeah. That's all it is, yeah. I'm not particularly convinced. How old is he now? 31. Uh, 31 years of age. He's got 12 months left on his current deal. There's uh, The report doesn't suggest a, a fee, just that Wolves are are um, interested in him. Interested FC back again. Only four Premier League goals last season, but his minutes were limited. Mateta was playing a, a, a uh, lot in front of him. Mateta, Edward, yeah. Zaha could have played there as well. Yeah, so. But 86 uh, goals in 280 Premier League games, like you said. I don't, uh, think, that's, I don't think that's horrific. The strikers have been a lot worse than that, you know. Yeah, there is. Although a lot of the goals probably were, did come four or five plus years ago. Yeah, or uh, it takes penalties as well, doesn't he? So that, that helps. But, merchant. Yeah, but tappy merchant. But he's like, and again, we're going to go back to that profile. He's exactly what we believe that Large wants. Um, but this is like on a, on a gigantic scale. I don't think I've ever seen him lose a header. He's a, he's a joke. Okay. He's, an absolute, he's an absolute specimen. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can, as mad as it sounds, if you can rely more on bringing the ball forward through your wide players and central players, Giving the ball in around the area, and he, he will he will mm. test the goalkeeper. So let's mm. see. I think I think it's a. I don't want to say risk-free because I think there is a, an element of risk to it. I think fans it depends will be on the fee, though. Really, if you can get him on a loan, yeah. I think Palace will want to sell though. Twelve months left on his contract, so. Mm, that's I, I mean, what did they pay for him? Thirty-five million all those years ago. It's a lot. You know, people throw shade on Fabio Silva. There's, you know, people like Benteke go under the radar. He's probably going to be on a decent amount of money. They probably as well. still want maybe like ten million, I reckon, this summer. Do you reckon? They will, yeah. See, for me, that's that's not worth. You know, with a year left on his deal, as a thirty-one-year-old who's probably fourth choice. Uh, I don't know. They'd have to be interested to see how Wolves, if they went for him, would structure a deal because. In the article, it just said obviously he's on Wolves' list of potential targets. He could be quite, he could be quite down. Yeah, he's on at least somewhere. Yeah. 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 So, who knows? Do you think they could potentially structure a deal where Gibbs White goes the other way? I know Palace had uh, interested in in Gibbs White and quite quite strongly. Yeah, it's how how much you would think it was an acceptable deal. We had a quick chat about it before. Twenty five million plus Benteke. I think you'd possibly accept that. I would. Yeah. yeah, let's, let's wait and see. But that's something that they would probably consider because it's obvious that they need someone in that sort of area, Palace. Judging by the reaction on Twitter when you posted the tweet, doesn't look like Wolves <laughs> fans are getting really no, excited no. about it. I'm sure I'll get a lot of penalties in the comments. Really, but it, like, people are, it's, it, it's even worse because people are pissed off at the source and then also pissed off at the actual player that we link with. So uh, <laughs> you, can't, uh, you can't win me that one day, but I, I can't see that happening. Can nah, you? I, can't, I can't see it happening, to be honest. But yeah, who knows? It's who Wolves. knows? Uh, moving on to uh, an outgoing for Wolves and it's the, the ongoing Adama Traore saga back in the uh, the training camp now in Alicante the rest of the squad had, had flown to Barcelona or, or, or drove up to Barcelona for a scan on a, on a hamstring injury doesn't look serious but rumours suggest that Wolves only value him now at, at £10 million and are willing to do business Everton and West Ham Said to be interested, but in terms of priorities, according to uh, the Athletic, he's not on. Uh, he's not top of the list for Everton. Ten million quid isn't a lot of money for someone with you know with those attributes, is it? I, if that's true about the ten million, they must pretty much know that Adama does not like categorically does not want to sign a new deal at the club. 
because I think that ship sailed though hasn't it really yeah but I think I've, I've mentioned it before it's the same thing as Morgan Gibbs right if you if you can give him a little bit of game time either of them at the start of the season and they start well and I think actually hang on I'm still enjoying my football here you might have a chance at giving them a new contract Adama is a lot more risky than uh, than Morgan Gibbs White and again a lot of people are saying they'd rather keep him than sell him off for, for 10 million quid um, I don't know I don't know he's such a good player he gets you off your seat but again we just until the last two games before his loan spell at yeah. Barca um he couldn't hit a barn door with a banjo at, at Wolves so I don't know 10 million I'm not sure I'm still not sure oh, I, don't think I see the pros and the cons for the deal you see the, pro, the pros of the deal if they invest it uh, yeah, properly but, uh, yeah but there's no guarantee that they're going to are they at the minute and you that's, know, that's a frustrating thing you, you maybe look at someone like Chiquinho as in terms of Dynamic, someone who could do the same job as Adama. Of course, now he's he's out for probably going to be the majority of the season, um, and I still don't think he would get you up the pitch near as near as much as as Adama does. He's a freaking H, he's a cheat code. Surely it's worth just biting a bullet and saying, look, we 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 got this one wrong. We shouldn't have gone to Barcelona. We'll stay for the rest of the season, and and then you lose out on that fee because you you never know. You might you may need him in some big games. It could be it could be the difference between finishing four places above or four places below yeah. and, and there's your 10 million made up already I, and I don't think it, it's the type of situation where he'll come on and he won't be asked because I think he would still come on this season and, and because regardless of whether he's at Molyneux or not next year he'll still know that if he's leaving on a free he could demand some serious wages or whatever club he goes to next so if he can put on a couple of decent displays this season well, he's going to be able to get much more he's money he's playing for his future whether that's at Wolves or, or somewhere else and I mean at the minute his stock is it's not what it once was. I remember quoting Jeff She was quoting one hundred million euros for him, which yeah. you know it, look, it looks it, it looks daft now. But like I said, he's playing he's playing for his future now. And if like like you said, if, if he has a good season at Wolves and you know he doesn't sign a new deal, which would be frustrating, you know there's going to be bigger and better clubs who, who want him and he can command more money. However, if he if he stays at Wolves has a poor season, barely features, looks half arsed you're probably looking at teams who are coming up from the Prem taking him on on, on, on a similar wage he's on mm. now and we know that he turned down a massive contract at Wolves anyway it's uh, it just, it's all a bit dull it's it's a, it's a, yeah. I can see for Wolves it's such a difficult decision obviously we don't know for, uh, for fact that is the value yeah this is just assumptions yeah. yeah but I think 15 million I think people would be like yeah, yeah. sound um, but 10 it's just a little bit of a a, a grey area it doesn't sound like a lot of money but with the way Wolves and the areas Wolves are looking at in the market that could get you a, still a decent player you got to bear in mind someone like Chiquinho cost us what 4 or 5 million euros yeah. Dario Osorio who Wolves have been linked with again only 5 million euros if he's as good as South Americans are making out then it, it's still there's still good business to be made even if you sell a dime for 10 million well, but yeah. it's trusting the club to make to, to, to make, make those deals yeah. Yeah. well let's touch on the uh, Osorio deal it keeps cropping up, doesn't it, in in, in the press in in, in Chile? Um, is what uh, it seems? Is it as it stalled? Is, is it is a genuine interest? What what's going I on? I don't know. It it doesn't seem. It's one of those things. We sort of had a discussion earlier today about it, where it's one of those things where a, an article or story crops up, and like we gained no extra information than what we knew like two weeks yeah, prior. A lot of rehashing of information. Yeah, but it? it's the exact same thing with Mateus Nunez. Like people will send me a link saying, oh Dave, you seen this? And I read it, I was there like, I knew all of this information three weeks ago. Like his situation has not changed. It's like yeah. our bowler record, Ojogo, almost like trying to get a few more clicks. And it's sort of the same with this. 
Um, he'd done really well for Chile under 20s last week. He was let go by his club, uh, let go by the international for international duty because he was playing for his club last weekend. Yeah. Uh, obviously, a few people looked into that for well, maybe he's he's going to come to Wolves, but it said that Wolves are front runners. But he's obviously a talented player. He's been with Madrid, Man City. Um, so it's just up to Wolves to try and get the deal over the line. I think. I mean, if Manchester City and Real Madrid are interested, then you can kiss goodbye to, to sign him. Yeah, but I think, I think, well, with with him as well. I know Wolves want to do business quick, and I, I always remember it was last year's Ask Wolves. Jeff She said, although they want to do business early, it's, it's almost impossible to do it. All the business right at the start. Well, you got to think from um, who's his club? Is it um, University? University Dad? Yeah. yeah. The think from there. Yeah. yeah. Think. Up from their point of view, if they they could accept five million euro for him now, or wait three or four weeks for him to have another, you know, really continuous strong campaign, yeah. they could demand almost double of that. And for them, it's a huge amount of money. So I sort of get it from their point of view as well that you know clubs probably are stalling a little bit to try and get a little bit more money. Yeah, and like like Jeff said, it's almost impossible to get deals done early. And on on, on the contrary to that, we had Bruno saying that he wanted his, all his yeah. players in. Before the start of pre-season, it's um, it's it's just another case of Bruno being too honest, isn't it? Really, he, mm. he probably got a slap on the wrist again from Jeff because it just it just puts the the, the club fair, uh, get 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 it, but it puts them under unnecessary to be fair, pressure. Bruno from fans. said he wants the majority of his squad sorted before pre-season, and to be fair, it, this probably is the majority of his squad. He's probably only get, yeah. like, get like two or three more players, so. Yeah, I think if you're expecting an influx of like five or six players, it's I not going to happen. Like we've said before, not first team players anyway. I think they fully expected the Nevers deal to go through and them to have this pot of money that they could spend, and it's not happened, which isn't yeah. a bad thing. But at the same time, it sort of scuppered any transfer plans. It's not a bad thing, but what do you do with the Nevers situation there? Because he's, he's a wonderful footballer. He's got two years left on his deal. Personally, I think if the right offer comes in, you sell him this window if he's not going to sign that new contract because it's going to leave us in such that, a precarious position. They next might summer. have the belief that he's going to sign a new deal, and that's that's the thing. We don't know. Sign the thing then. Yeah, sign the contract. <laughs> get it, get it done. Like you can get that done surely internally. I know they probably won't do it while they're in. in I think they'll wait till the end of the window. Everyone kicking off again yeah. after every window. And he'll, he'll sign a new yeah. sign the team. It's a bit frustrating that, of course, we had the, the, the Collins deal that went through last week, which is a really good sign and really astute business. Got to give the club some credit for that, but it's almost gone a little bit flat again now, hasn't it? You know, yeah. people have, have, have rode the wave of the new signing and it's back to what are these clowns doing? Yes. Oh, that, like, that turned around really quick. Was it last Monday? So we, we released the pod last Monday and there was no yeah. real imminent whispers of it. So the news came out last Monday and by Tuesday evening the deal was done and obviously he was off to Alicante. So looking forward to actually seeing him play tomorrow for the first time. Um, obviously in a wool shirt. But yeah, it's it's gone a little bit flat but mainly because there hasn't been any sort of concrete rumours again. So we're all relying on whispers and some foreign fans mentioning said players or Gabriel Barbosa waving to his fans and Wolves fans not clicking for another two or three days after it actually happened. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen whilst we're in Alicante though. Because like Scott no, there'll, be no, there'll be no other signings yeah. until next week. But I think if you've got, if you want to, if Wolves want to sign players, it's got to be done before next weekend. Because you've got the sport, the sporting and forensic games, they're like your last two pre-season games. You've got to do them then. Do you think they'll get another couple in before the Leeds game? What's that? One two? at least. One at least. They've got to get one in, at least. 
Because otherwise, you're gonna, the bench is going to be populated by the likes of Conor Ronan, Dexter Limbakisa, uh, maybe Theo Corbiano, Tim Campbell, those kind of players who, you know, we, which we'll probably be able to report back on a little bit better after tomorrow's game and, and Saturday's game. Well, even the Levante game on Wednesday. Um, but on the on the surface, it doesn't look yeah, great. Paper, it, it doesn't yeah. look a strong. Our first eleven's good. And yeah. that's, you know, I think our first level is really good, but the, the bench is obviously a cause of concern. You want to be in a position where you can take one player off and know that the player you're bringing on is going to do equally a decent job. And right now, you can't, you can't guarantee that for every position, I don't think. No, and you, you understand the, the frustration from some fans. And we say quite, quite frequently that you've got on one hand and you, typically older fans who are like you know remember where we were like trust us and they've done miraculous things for us and then you've got usually younger fans who say like folks and out their clowns they haven't got a clue the truth lies somewhere in the middle yeah, usually sure. doesn't it yeah for sure i see i see some fans probably like in their 30s saying the folks and out thing and i see older fans saying it as well mm. but then there's people probably a little bit younger that are pretty level-headed with it i think i've said before i think of people around my age a little bit younger when you've really got into and understand football all you've seen is like league one championship yeah. good year in championship premier league europa league yeah. and now this is the first time we sort of i'm not saying we're going downhill but sort of it's like stagnating yeah a little bit. exactly after that. the nuno season so anyway. yeah but as football fans it's not just walls football fans in general we spoil people we pay a lot of money to see our football team and we just want to see good results good football we do. lots of players come in and out so. and we're all just chomping at the bit for, for more signings more rumours and have more content on Talking Wolves exactly well, and this is why we're here but I think that's a, an apt place to leave it there I think we're going to go and uh, sample what Benidorm has Absolutely. to offer <laughs> um, maybe some Star, Star Wars shows is that what we talked about with no, the, yeah. with not the, tonight no not it's tonight too early, <laughs> too early. Who knows? we're going to have a, a, a bit of food and a, and a few beers Dave where can people find you should they wish to follow you mate yeah it's at Dave as a party Twitter and obviously Instagram as well if you want to see what you're we're up to you on Instagram yeah, now yeah, as well public on Instagram oh, yeah, public <laughs> we, normally if you go public on Instagram I go private yeah. if we don't talk about it it just seems to happen nah, we're both public I reckon yeah, yeah we are both, yeah. We are both public get, get on it to see our very dorm yeah I'm M Cooper on Instagram and Twitter of course follow me on there you can see what we're up to Talking Walls is at Talking Walls across all of our socials um, and don't forget to like, like the video subscribe if you're new if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from don't forget to, forget to leave us a five star review it do, really does help with our, our, our ratings and until tomorrow um, enjoy yourself if you are out here take care it's very warm and if you are at home take care it's very warm um, until tomorrow see you then see you guys